0: Hey ladies, welcome back to Fueled by Faith Podcast, we're your hosts Jocelyn Haas and Michaela Johnson, and continue listening for today's episode. Hey guys, so today's topic is about how seasons in our lives are temporary, and Kayla and I are just going to share the current seasons we're in and give examples from our lives as we always do. So the current season
1: that I'm in is I'm working full-time and I'm in school almost full-time, and then... I guess those are my main like two and I have a new boyfriend too so like that's new too and so I guess like trying to juggle all that has been like not difficult but very big like it's been a drastic change because I haven't been in school for a year and like almost a year and when I was in school in the past I would be working like very part-time hours so it was like really chill and now I'm doing three classes and I'm working over full-time hours so I'm like holy cow like this is a lot and so some like sometimes I will get overwhelmed and I used to use like working out as like my like technique for like coping with it and now I'm I'm learning that like my body needs rest and rest is way more important than like, working out, and even though working out, like, yes, it, working out is great for mental health. Like, I really miss working out, but right now, like, working out every day isn't realistic for my schedule. So, it's like, I have to learn how to prioritize the important things. And, yeah, and it's just, like, it's really hard. Like, I used to beat myself up a lot, too, because, like, when I first started going to school, I was like, I'm still like, going back to school, I was, like, I'm still gonna work out every day, like, it's happening, and then I, like, really had to, like, check myself, and I was, like, what's more important, like, getting, like, pretty good grades in school, or, like, working out, and I really had to put it in my head, and I'm, like, working out isn't gonna, like, make me get good grades, it's not gonna end all be all, like, I need to really focus on what's important for me, Yeah. and I it was, like, actually coming to, like, check myself, and being, like, this is more important than this, so, like, yes working out is on hold right now but and that's okay you know and like the season I'm in is like so different than a season I've ever been in before because being in school and working full time like I never thought I would do this but now doing it I'm like oh my gosh like and it is like realistic I didn't ever think this was like realistic to work full time and go to school but like it is if you prioritize your time you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah I think like that's the current season, and I've been in, like, other seasons where, like, a se- the season I was in California, like, that was so temporary, but it was, like, so crucial to my re- walk with Jesus, mm-hmm. and I think, and I talk about that all the time because that's, like, where I came to Jesus and came to get to know Jesus, so, like, that's so beautiful to me, but, like, really, right now, like, it's figuring out how to, like, have Jesus, and in church on Sunday, I'm kind of bouncing back a little bit but on church on Sunday he our pastor talked about how Jesus isn't just like a part of our life like a sliver of our life he has to be the center and so it's like learning how to like jumble my whole schedule and making sure Jesus is always at the center and that's not always the easiest thing yeah. but it's like learning how to do
0: that you know mm-hmm. so yeah so what emotions kind of did you go through when you realized that you couldn't work out every day or like you weren't it wasn't realistic for you too
1: uh I honestly was really sad like I was sad and I was disappointed and I kind of beat myself up a little bit too because sometimes I go back to like the unhealthy habits of like working out like I worked would work out because like I want to look good rather than like working out for mental health benefits Mm -hmm. and I think not working out like has really helped me learn that like working out is great and it's enjoyable but it's something that you should do because you enjoy not something to do for like Mm. to you know I'm like not to kill stress because it's honestly a really good stress reliever It's probably like a better one if you don't use it like obsessive but like I honestly was like I'm gonna get fat like that was like my Mm. first thought and I'm like this isn't okay to think this you know what Mm. I mean and I'm like as long as my eating's decent and I'm not eating like crap all day you know like yeah I'll be okay and I had to like really remind myself that over and over again and I had to remind myself that like my body doesn't define me yeah because I used to like be so big on that like because and we've talked about this before we talk about body image but like the first thing that someone says when you lose weight is like oh my gosh like she's so skinny mm. or like you lost so much weight you look so good or like when somebody like gains weight, people say, like, behind their back, like, oh my gosh, she gained a lot of weight. Yeah. And, like, it's so sad that, like, that's how people are defined. Yeah. Like, by the weight they are. And that's not how you should be defined. Like, every human is beautiful, and they are beautiful in their own way. Like, me and Joss have talked about this a lot, too. If every single Christian or every single person was the exact same, you know how boring that'd be? Like, yeah. if me and Joss looked the exact same, and the same exact body, had the same exact interest, like, this podcast would not be very interesting you know like it's like it's so cool that god made us the way we did and so it's like i have to sit back and be like my body does not define me so stop making it feel making yourself feel yeah you know
0: yeah it's interesting i ask that because i mean one that's something that i've always kind of battled like working out has always been something that I've really prioritized in my life. Not always, but like after high school for years now. It's always been something that I really prioritize in my life. And before I went to church, that was what I used to get away from my abusive relationship and to make myself feel better and to actually finally get confident. And so I feel like I relied on it, not just for physical reasons. Honestly, that is not why I started working out. Um, I really did start because I needed a hobby (laughs) I needed something to literally get away from my ex-boyfriend and um, that's just what ended up coming across like my path and so because of that it's like I have a mental reliance on the gym and a physical reliance on the gym and so to get When I miss the gym, even day or two, I get that same anxiety and I'm just like, why do I feel that way? I know I'm not going to get right. I'm not going to lose my progress in one or two days even, even in a week. You're not going to lose all the progress you made. It's just like that mental thing. And I also have always battled with, I need to make as much time for Jesus as I do for the gym. I need to make as much time reading my Bible as I do for the gym. Because we've talked about this too, but it's like I've rearranged my whole schedule before to make sure I make it to the gym and to make sure I get in my healthy meals and this and that. And very rarely do I rearrange my whole schedule to spend extra time with God in the morning. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's why I ask because that's just always interesting. Yeah, I
1: had, and what just came to my mind too when you were talking about that is I'm so quick to like jump when somebody asks me to hang out, but like. What about, what do I do when Jesus asks me to hang out? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. am I jumping every time? Like, some nights, like, I'm so exhausted. Like, I don't even get to read my Bible some nights because I'm so exhausted. And that's where I really had to check myself because I'm like, if I'm too exhausted to read my Bible at the end of some nights and I just listen to scriptures, I'm not going to the gym. Yeah. So I really had to, like, convince, like, not convince myself, but I had to remind myself that, like, this isn't your number one priority anymore. Like, does it kind of suck? Yes. But, like... Right now, it's just, again, not realistic, and it's like, con- like, I almost have to have a constant, like, reminder in my head, like, you're not going to get fat. You're yeah. not going to get fat, because I'm like, why is that my, con? I don't know. Yeah. But it's just how our brain works, because, yeah. yeah. But what season are, you, like, kind of what you're going through right yeah. now? <laughs>
0: sometimes it's kind of hard to label your season, because yeah. it's like, sometimes you're in it, and you don't even realize, like, right what's all going on right but obviously like I'm newly married um I'm newly unemployed I'm starting school soon um and I'm kind of just in a season of trying to figure it out like that's kind of the best way I can describe it is I'm trying to figure out how to be a homemaker and like make sure my home is somewhere that my husband you know feels comfortable and cooking for him and you know just learning how to be a wife Um, and that has honestly been a struggle because it's kind of like I'm mourning my single life I know that sounds really weird but like I can't just get up and constantly be with friends anymore or I can't just do things that I used to do anymore and um that's been a little hard to adjust because I've noticed that even certain friends like and they vo- they vocalized this to me that they have distanced themselves from me because you know oh you're married now like you're busy like blah 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 and I'm like but that doesn't change me as a person just because I'm married doesn't mean I'm like locked in a dungeon and can't like hang out. You're still, So yeah. And it was just interesting to hear like different people's perspectives of how they think marriage is, I guess. And then like me, um, reflecting and being like, well, that kind of sucks that I can't do that. Right. Like not that I'm saying I regret being married or anything, but I'm just saying like, it's a weird feeling because right. you have to readjust your whole life. Because any change, even if it's good change, is hard to adapt to sometimes mm-hmm. because we like comfortability, we like routine as humans, and we right. like to you know know what we're doing. We hate the unknown, and obviously I've never been married before, so this is a whole new thing. Right. And I don't think we really realize how much it changes in your life, especially being young and being married, because I'm still only in my mid-20s, I'm still figuring out my career, I'm still figuring out so many other things, and now I'm married, so that's a whole nother thing, um, so I guess currently that's kind of where I'm at, I've also shared, I think it was the last episode, but this was like two weeks ago now, that we recorded, um, that I got on an antidepressants and those are finally like kicking in and in my system and I've noticed a huge difference of like how much I can get done and how much better my moods have been. It's just, that's been a really positive thing and I as most of you know, I was super, um, like didn't, I think the word's reluctant to get on them, like I really didn't want to because um, I just had this stigma in my own mind about me getting on meds and that it was a negative thing and that this meant that I was doing something wrong with my faith and you know, all those thoughts that come into your head and um, I feel less shameful now that I'm just in a better mood and I'm able to function somewhat normally right. than I was before. That's awesome. Um, and it has improved my anxiety a little bit too, but that still comes and goes. It depends on the day. Um, But I have so much more energy. Like I can get up in the morning and get my day going and clean the house. And these are all things that I didn't have energy to do before. Right. So that's been a huge improvement. That's um sounds awesome, Yeah. And then another good, I guess, update in my life or season is uh, Zay just got a a promotion so he's been really happy and it's been something that we've been praying about for a while because he was just struggling at his old job and it was just a huge blessing from god so that that's another positive i feel like yeah i'm just kind of in like an idle season like it's funny because you're in a super busy season and i'm in kind of like a slow but steady season yeah um and I feel like I'm trying to learn how to readjust to like a slower lifestyle because I was in your shoes too. Like I was in school and then I stopped going to school and I was in I was working full time. Yeah. We have the podcast, like working out, friends. It was just like a whirlwind. Right. And then like wedding planning. Oh my gosh, and yeah. Job change and then literally just so much change this past year. And now it's kind of just so slow Mm -hmm. and it's nice but then it's like now I have to relearn how to fill my time yeah and I'm taking summer classes so I'll be in school soon and I'm not gonna be full-time in the summer but um that'll fill some more time right but it's just kind of learning like I'm in a season of learning yeah I think like
1: in the season that I'm in right now like I've never realized how much, like, time I took for granted before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, because now I have to really use, like, my time so wisely. Like, because if I don't finish assignments on time, like, I get docked point. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, the amount of time, like, when I'm – I still have, like, four years. But when I'm done with school, the amount of time I'm, I'm going to have is going to be, like, insane. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh. I'm living, like, life now. Like, yeah. you know, but – it's crazy to me.
0: Yeah, that was like my, I had another friend that was um, working full-time pretty much. She was a little under full-time, but she still basically worked full-time and she was in full-time school. And she said she was literally depressed in that time because she had absolutely no time to herself. Any Anytime she did have, she could be doing homework right. and she's like, you know, it just, she didn't like school, but right. I mean, she did it and she has her degree now and that's amazing, but like it was really hard for her.
1: Yeah. I, the one thing that helps me because I get very overwhelmed if I put too much on my plate Yeah, and I already have like, I don't want to say a lot on my plate, but I do a lot. So it's like being busy on top of like school is like, Oh my gosh. And what I try to do sometimes I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get ahead. But then when I get ahead, I get overwhelmed. Like Mm. when I try to like work ahead, I get overwhelmed. So I had to actually talk to my therapist about this. I was like, I get I was like, I just don't want to, like, freak out. And she was like, well, why do you think you'll freak out? I was like, I start freaking out when I try to work ahead. Because I'm like, oh, I can work ahead and get stuff done. And she was like, no, like, give yourself, like, 10 minutes. Like, yeah. if you get your stuff done on, like, Sunday, you have all week to, like, hang out and, like... Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, you get it done. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you have time to, like, actually relax and, like, yeah. f- figure out your stuff. And I'm like, you're right.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so, I'm like, that's, like, my biggest thing.
0: That is true, because you still have, like, a couple months of school. So, if you're constantly trying to work at yeah, you'll always be feeling like you could be doing something. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm just, just give yourself time. Yeah. Like,
1: I really had to learn, like, because I'm always, like, a am the type of person that wants to, like, keep going. Yeah. And now I'm like... Now, now I'm like, now I want to chill. Like, I'm actually at that point where I'm like, I could chill now, you know, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah,
0: busy, like being busy like that, though, sometimes is nice because then when you do have the time to relax, you're just like enjoying it and you actually like the time alone. Or like for me, sometimes I hate the time alone because I have so much time alone. So it's like trying to find things to fill my time. I'm not complaining. I'm like really happy in this because it's given me space to figure my mental health out where before with working with the podcast and with everything I had going on, I didn't feel like I had time to really work on my mental health or I didn't want to make doctor's appointments right. because that meant that I was going to have to add more to my plate right. and I just didn't want to do that. So, yeah. I've been really blessed to just be able to take some time, chill out and like be in the position to be married and like not have to work right now.
1: Yeah, that is that is amazing. Yeah. Dude. And just like it's crazy because with you and Zay too like I know, like, he was praying for a new... Like, you guys you were praying about that for a while. And, like, the fact that God, like, provided that. Like, right in the yeah. season, you guys needed it, too.
0: I should... I, I want to share how Zay got it, just because, like, it's a beautiful it's crazy. like yeah. way that it came about. So, Zay and I, as I've shared, joined a small group. And we've only... I think this will be... This week will be a month of us being in the small group. And so, two weeks ago... um we were at the group and at the end we split off into guys and girls and then uh we each individually like prayed we all went around the circle and shared what we wanted to be prayed about and then somebody prayed for you and the thing that Zay had shared with me that he shared was a new job because that's been something that him and I have been he probably applied over like 20 jobs guys like it was insane he was coming home from work and just applying for hours and so they prayed for him the guys prayed for him and then the next day literally the next day his best friend texts him this job description um crazy more money than what he's doing now but the about the same thing just a little higher level um And he was like, hey, like my girlfriend's cousin posted this job. She's a recruiter. You should, you know, give her a call. So he did the next morning at 10 a.m. They did a phone interview and she was like, we'll come in at one o'clock today and we'll do like an in-person interview. Came in, like took the knowledge test that he needed to and did the interview. She called him maybe like three hours later and offered him the job. That is amazing. And he started the next Monday. So it's just crazy when, like, God makes a way how, like, it just falls into place. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to try Not for at all. what God has for right. you to work. It'll just work. Right. That's just a testament to that. But it exactly. was just... I mean, look, he applied for, like, 20-plus jobs. Nothing. And he just... And now, like, that job just fell into place. Dude. And it's just, yeah.
1: And it shows, too, like, when God... Because... I think sometimes, too, like, we feel like we have to, like, rush things so much. Like, we think, like, our life is on a time limit. And we actually were having, like, we went to this, like, party. Oh, not a party. It was a Galentine's, like, a girl's (laughs) Galentine's thing. And we were talking to one of the girls. And she was, like, yeah, I want to go to medical school. And she was, like, I had, like, this idea in my head of, like, this, this, and that. Like, what I wanted to do. And she was, like, but then I had to tell myself to calm down, like, to Mm. stop. And I have to do that a lot, too, because... A lot of like the people are graduating from college this year that I graduated high school and I'm like, dude, like I'm just starting school again, but I'm like and I had to really get over this and this is like it was almost something I was ashamed of of like going back to school and trying to get a degree because I'm like, all my friends are ahead of me. All mm-hmm. the well, all the people I went to high school with are ahead of me. And I'm like I'm like not ashamed of it, but I was like, I don't wanna go back to school and get in debt again. Like and my counselor was like, You need to like not be ashamed of that like she was like if I would have waited she was like I would have been so much better off and she's like you're actually giving yourself time to process like what you actually want to do because I even think back to when I was in high school and we've talked about this like a while ago on the podcast but when I was in high school like they ask you from like eighth grade like eighth grade and middle school to like your junior year you're supposed to figure out where you're going to school and what you're going to school for Mm -hmm. you're like seven 16 years old like I didn't know what I wanted to do at that yeah. point, like, so it's just, like, I'm, now I'm, like, thankful that I got to wait, and, like, God didn't, like, reveal, if God would have revealed to me, like, four years ago that I was going to be a teacher, I'd be like, eh, absolutely not, but it's, like, God places, like, going off, of like, what just happened to, J- um, Joss and Zay, like, um, God will put it in your life when, like, he has, when yeah. he knows you're ready for yeah. it, because, like, we we think we're ready for like things i think i'm ready for marriage but like god was like no you're not like
0: well and i think we're in a society right now too like our generation everything's on social media everybody's posting their life updates and so it naturally makes us feel like we should be farther than we are but in reality like People really like even I don't know like my parents don't necessarily know what they're doing yet, right. like or what they want to do for the rest of their lives because saying you want to do something for the rest of your is, lives is like crazy. Right, we're gonna change and God's gonna place different desires in our hearts and right. who knows? Like maybe in in ten years, you, not being a teacher or maybe you'll teach in a different way. Right, you know exactly. what I mean? Like right. it's not necessarily permanent, and that's right. kind of the point of this podcast episode is because there's so many different things that happen throughout our lives and there's so many different quote-unquote seasons as like right a christian would say that we go through um and that doesn't mean that it's permanent because right. sometimes we have great seasons but we have to also have to remember that's not going to last forever and we sometimes have terrible seasons where like we're depressed and you know maybe a really close loved one dies and We have to remember that that's not going to be permanent, you know? And I think the enemy loves to get us to a point where we feel like, especially if we're in a really low season... This is it. Like, you should just end it. You know, mm-hmm. you should commit suicide or whatever. Right. Um, but it can get to that point, And it, he's definitely done that to me where he gets me to a point where I feel hopeless and helpless. And, like, I would rather die than try to live through it. Right. But exactly. But we always have to remember that those terrible feelings and those terrible moments are temporary. Right. And they're definitely not lasting forever.
1: Right. There is this... Um on monday in school we oh i have two stories so on mondays like once a month on mondays we have chapel and um elementary well the whole school chapel and this guy shared his testimony today and he was like he went through like a really hard season like it was like really really bad like they like he had covid and then like all this stuff happened to him like it just was really bad and he was like God doesn't, like, allow those things to happen, but he's right there with you. Like, he's yeah. holding your, your hand, and he was, like, we're not the same, but, like, I've gone through similar things that you have, and, like, God has been with me this whole time. And it's, like, like what Joss was saying, like, in those dark seasons, like, it sucks. Like, there's nothing more th- to say than it sucks, but, like, God's there with you through that s- season that sucks. like. Yeah. He's standing right there with you, like, trying to help you through it, and I think that's where it's, like, so important to, like, praise God through those moments because that's what brings you out of those Mm -hmm. moments, you know? Like, praising God, even when it's hard to, like, you have to, like, push through and just praise Him, and don't get me wrong, it is not easy, Mm -hmm. but, like, God is, like, there pushing you through it, so... Yeah, and then I was going to share about the 10 plagues, but I feel like that doesn't really make sense and tie into this. So that was my other story, and then I really like thought about it in my head after, and I'm like, no.
0: Because Another- that's
1: like about not listening to God, and that's not really what
0: this is about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Another thing I did want to add at some point was um, how friendships and romantic relationships can be seasons. Right. And sometimes when somebody comes into our life, especially ones that we really get attached to or really care about, get really close to, sometimes God doesn't mean for that person to be in your life forever. Right. And he just means for them to be there for a literal season. Right. Like they're there for a purpose and maybe they help you through a really hard time mm-hmm. or whatever and then it's time for them to go. Right. And it's so hard to like do that as humans because we get so attached to people and we want to hold on to them but sometimes especially romantic relationships that's not your husband or that's not your wife like and you need to just accept that and move on right if they're showing signs of that exactly but again not not as easy said than done right because obviously we know toxic relationships or unhealthy relationships are literally so hard to get out of and um I'm not one to, like, say that it's easy because I absolutely know it's not. Right. But um, you just have to remember that if it's not your person, God will replace that person with somebody that's way more suited for you. Right. and That you didn't even expect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think a big one is friendships, too. Like, I know you brought that up. But, like, friendships because a lot of times I get so clinged on to people. Yeah. And then I'm like... And it's the same just like what Josh said with the romantic relationships, but friendships was really hard for me because I I try not to put expectations on friendships anymore because I used to put big um, big like expectations on friends and like what I expected them to do for me. But like my grandma shared this and I've shared this like in the past with me, uh, or on podcast my grandma shared this with me. Like we have to hold people like with our hands open. Mm-hmm. Like because if we cling on to people like It's not going to benefit us and then we won't let them go and we hold on longer than we're supposed to. But it's like if we hold people with our hands open, like it gives God opportunities to not only move them out of in and out of our lives, but move us when he needs to. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Friendships is still, I would say friendships is still hard for me. Same. Because I know that I hold on to friendships that aren't necessarily healthy for me still. And not that I'm as close with them because I do know, but at the same time, like when somebody that I really love and care about hurts me it's still hard for me to let go um and I know that there's still friends that I hang out with that don't do the best of things and I I willingly put myself in those positions but again it's so hard to let go of people that you love and care about and I mean distancing yourself doesn't necessarily mean you just cut them off right it just might mean that you don't do the things that they do or you say no to going to the club exactly you know what I mean so um that's still something I struggle with and that's something that I really really got hurt about at the beginning of my walk because and again this is a story that I've shared a lot but um when Kayla left for California um well this was during COVID not just Kayla because Kayla and I actually weren't as close before she left for California but um this was like during quarantine I was working from home Zay obviously was working and I had him but during the day like I had nobody like I literally all of my old friends really didn't talk to me anymore um I would FaceTime one of my friends in New York maybe like once a week or every other week and Kayla was in California Um, I really like didn't have anybody and I was just pleading for God to send good Christian friends to me because I was like Lord like I'm so lonely and it was really really lonely. Um, I just was crying all the time. I was so depressed. I just felt so lonely because me and my brother even, like, weren't that close. I wasn't super close with my family because I felt like nobody understood my faith because I'm the only Christian in my family besides my brother now. But at that time, he wasn't. And so I didn't have anybody to relate to. And none of my old friends were Christian. So, like, literally, it was so just lonely. And then out of the blue, a girl from my old church texted me asking if I wanted to do a virtual Bible study. And then that was the start of some fellowship. But I just remember praising God for that one little text, like, thank you, Lord. Like, right. finally, one friend. Well, it was like two, but one was more like a mentor. And so I was just like, one friend. Right. And it just made my day because I was like, finally. And then Kay came home and we went to church together. And then um, obviously, like, now I have more Christian friends. Right. But it's just crazy cuz in those seasons you do feel so lonely and friendship and fellowship especially in church is so important. Yeah, and it
1: helps you stay like cuz sometimes when I'm alone like I get discouraged. I mean, everyone does, but then it's like it helps your faith stay like yeah. this and stay so strong and firm like and knowing like the actual truth because they can actually like counteract what you're saying and what you're doing like and be like, "But is that what the word says? Like is that the truth?" are you, like, lying to yourself, basically? So I, yeah, I definitely... And it's crazy because when Joss was praying about this, like, not that long after, like, she was praying about that. I came home from California, and before I came home, I prayed a lot, and I was, like, honestly... And I shared about this last time, too, but I was honestly, like, very nervous because I'm, like, I'm going to come home and be, like, just in the stuff I was in before. Mm -hmm. And then I come home, and, like, Joss is saved, and she's a strong Christian, and I'm, like, this is perfect. Like, this is exactly... And I remember... One of my friends in California, he was like, Mikaela, like, you'll be okay. Yeah. And, like, literally I came home and then me and Joss, yeah, it's just crazy.
0: It is crazy. It's crazy how that works. And I feel, well, especially when you're starting out and just, like, going to church and um, trying to follow the Lord – it's accountability is so important to have people around you that will hold you accountable but in a loving way because obviously you don't want people just pointing fingers at you telling you you're doing things wrong all the time but having godly counsel and somebody around you that can be like Hey, I noticed that you're doing this. Like, do you need me to pray for you, or do you want to come over? We can fellowship, or we can Bible study. You know, to have people around you that can notice when you're maybe not doing something the right way and try to lovingly guide you in the right direction. Right, it's really important, and that's one of the reasons why I really love small group because you have mature Christians that can help and give you godly advice and loving advice and aren't judgmental of the things that you're struggling with. Yeah
1: I definitely agree with that. That's why I'm very grateful because Joss is just a tiny bit older than me so I have her and Xavier as an example. Like I have and it's nice because I have my grandma too but it's nice having those other like outside of family role models and like being in actually like a church like that they have those resources is
0: Oh, it's yeah. a
1: world difference like it's a world of a difference
0: and people who actually invest in you and like genuinely want to see you succeed and right know how they can help you I've never experienced that so it was just such a beautiful thing to have people who are just so loving and so like willing to even just open up their home and have right. groups at their house it's like amazing. it's so crazy but it's it's really amazing and that helps a lot
1: yeah dude I definitely
0: agree hmm so anyway, I think that's a good place to stop. Yes. We hope that this episode blessed you in some kind of way. If you need prayer, just send us a DM or email us at fueledbyfaithpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And we would love to pray for you, pray with you. Um, yeah just know what's going on in your lives
1: yes um and then if you want to share your story with us we'd love to hear it so that we're still doing that i know it's been like a month since we shared the last one but we would still love to hear your stories so yeah that's a big thing for us Mm -hmm. too
0: and what we mean by share your stories we do a little series on our instagram of sharing different women's testimonies And if you want it to be anonymous, it can be anonymous as well. But we just love to hear what you're going through and talk to you. And, yeah. Um, so, So we hope you guys have a good week. And we love you so much. We hope you stay fueled by faith.